From Marie Claire Beauty Crew and Instal, you're listening to Get Lippy, the podcast that lifts the lid on all things beauty. I'm Carly Allman, editor of beautycrew.com.au. I'm Sally Hunwick, beauty director on Marie Claire. And I'm Bettina Tyrrell, beauty editor on Instal Australia. On today's episode, we are talking about the connection between sleep, or the lack thereof, and how that's actually affecting your skin. The three of us will be talking about one of the latest foundations to hit shelves that the beauty crew members are loving too. I think even if you are someone with combination oily skin or large pores and you see the word glow and you think, hmm, don't know about that, I think definitely still give it a go. But first up, you guys had a bit of a request for us. We put it to the Facebook group. What do you want to hear more of from us? And one of you had a great suggestion. You wanted to hear our Hall of Fame products, but... There are so many beauty categories. We'd sit here for about 17 years if we went through them all. So we thought every few episodes we'll we'll give you a few of our favorite products of all time. So first up, we're going to be talking mascaras. I think it's one of all of our favorite categories, right? Yeah, I think you can't go wrong. I feel like everyone is always on the hunt for the best mascara, like the best ever mascara. And I don't know about you guys, but even in self-isolation, I'm still applying mascara. Yeah. That's one of my few things. A bit of concealer, a bit of mascara, and I feel alive. I'm so with you. Otherwise, you look in the mirror and you go, what's wrong with me? Oh, I just don't have mascara on. (laughs) (laughs) That's me in almost every Zoom meeting. I'm like, God, I look tired. I'm like, oh, no, I just didn't do my lashes. Yeah. It honestly makes you look more awake. So even when we're stuck at home, I think we can all do with a good mascara. So guys, what we're going to do is a bit of a a high-low, so our favourite luxe and our favourite budget mascara. So Sal, kick us off. You know, it's so hard, but... You guys pressed me and said it has to be Hall of Fame. So I have gone for Dior's Dior Show Iconic Overcurl Spectacular Volume and Curl Professional Mascara. I'm memorizing that one, (laughs) but we like to call it Iconic Overcurl just as a bit of an abbreviation. But this one is obviously from Dior. It's a bit of a cult favorite and it's perfect for when you need to get your lashes looking really curled and really impactful. It also offers instant volume and gives your lashes and eyes great shape. So I really, really love this one. So Dior's Dior Show Iconic Overcurl Mascara is $56 and you can buy it from DJs and Maya. In terms of my steel or my lower price point, I've gone for La Roche-Posay's Tolerian Sensitive Volume Mascara. It comes in at $29.95, so not too expensive, and you can get it from your pharmacy. And this one's designed for sensitive eyes, so you might think this mascara won't give you the impact that you want, but actually it leaves lashes looking really long and super defined. And I really love the naturalness of this mascara. It's perfect for those of us who have eye sensitivities or who wear contact lenses and find mascara tricky, but it's also a great just everyday mascara. So I highly recommend this one. I'd back you on that one. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. We both couldn't wait for you to stop talking. So we'd be like, yes, yeah, yeah, it's so good. Agree, agree. It is a really good one. What about you, Bean? Okay. Like Sally, it was very, very hard to pick just two. But my Lux mascara that I love and I will just, I will rebuy this myself is Chanel's Le Volume Revolution de Chanel. And it's like a, it's like an extreme, it's it's an extreme volume mascara. So there's lots and lots of volume, but the thing is, so I, with my mascaras, I usually love like a big bushy brush, 
But this one is actually one of the stubbly, short kind of stubbly brushes that I thought I hated. But this one is a 3D printed brush. So I was like, look, that sounds like a gimmick, but I'm going to give it a go. And it's not. It's actually one of the best brushes I've ever used. And it's really great because you can just apply, even though it's like a really full volume mascara, you can apply it just a little bit for just like a normal, like casual day look. But if you want that really like extreme lash look, you just, you can just keep coating it on, coating on, coating it on. And the brush is so brilliant that it doesn't give you that clumpy eye look. It just keeps just giving you more and more lashes. I love it. I love the colors in this one too. Don't you think Patina? Like they have teal green and some really, really great colors there. Yeah. Which actually don't look like teal green on your eye, but give you just like a nice softer look, which is really good, especially for like fair skin tones or if you're a blonde and you've got light natural hairs it kind of can look a bit funny if you've got really dark black mascara can be quite jarring so definitely give those other colors a go that's 56 dollars, and you can buy it online from maya david jones or from chanel's website now my low is i I, you can't not this is like the most iconic mascara of all time i think it is maybelline great lash in waterproof for me you can get it without waterproof but i prefer the waterproof it's a much lighter formula than the um, Chanel one I was just talking about, but it's great for day wear. It's been around for 40 years and it's won countless beauty awards and it really does stack up. Like it, it wins those awards for a reason and it's loved by beauty editors the world over for a reason. And that's just $12.95. You really, really, really can't go wrong. It's actually the OG, isn't it? It is. It is. Original. Yeah, it's where, it's where we start. It's where mascara started from. Isn't there that story of the guy and Mabel and the pharmacy and Vaseline yeah. and charcoal? Am I making this up? This is a real no, story. No, no, it's a true story. That's where Maybelline comes from, Mabel and Vaseline. Yeah, and the, and they started with mascara, that yeah. mascara. That so mascara. that's yeah. testament to how long this one's been around for and how it's such a Hall of Fame product. Okay, so mine... Like you guys, I I struggled because of the beauty categories, the makeup categories, mascara is my favourite and I often, like we've spoken about, you know, I take three on a holiday with me. We've spoken about this. Three? I thought you were taking like six. So mascara is my absolute favourite. So this this was very challenging but um, I'm very happy with my choices. So my my high one, look, I mean my high one's not even that that likes. You don't have to splash out too much. It's the Tarte Lights Camera Lashes 4-in-1 Mascara. It's $35 from Sephora. And it is a recent discovery of mine, but like I think it's truly one of the best mascaras I've ever used. Um, It just, it lifts, it curls, it defines, it adds volume to the point when I've worn it, I've been asked if I'm wearing fake lashes or had lash extensions, but not in a way that it looks too much, if that makes sense. I just it's kind of like a wet one isn't it like it's it is quite wet um, yeah, I like it for me I didn't expect much when I like opened the wand and it is to me it's a game changer for mascara because this is the one that I I've bought repeatedly so I love it to death now my low one my I've had I've loved this one for years it's the um the orange cover girl at lash blast volume I like to get it in the waterproof because it's the one that I always take with me when I'm going on holidays or I've gone away for a weekend and it's just 
it's a great reliable mascara it lengthens and it defines it doesn't add to me I mean even though it says lash blast it doesn't give as much volume as other mascaras I've used but I find this is an excellent everyday mascara and especially if you're going on a holiday the waterproof one is an excellent one to have in your beauty kit in saying that I think CoverGirl has a lot of great mascaras my um I know this is not technically my pick but my sister has been using the um the new Outlast Active Mascara. It comes in like a um, coral packaging. And I've she's got amazing lashes as it is, but I've never seen her lashes look so like vroom. So I think if you're looking for a budget mascara, CoverGirl is excellent. As is like L'Oreal, Maybelline, Revlon, like all of those brands have really like excellent, reliable mascaras. I think. There are so many out there these days. It's, it's super tricky to choose two favorites. Oh. I think we might have to revisit this. <laughs> I know, I know. But no, I'm... but I, I stand by my choices. I truly believe that they're brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Bettina's stamp of approval. <laughs> we will put those links um, and the product names for you in the show notes if you want to go and pick some up yourself. But keep um, tuning in so you can hear more of our Hall of Fame products. Up next, Sal is going to be talking about your sleep and your skin. Okay, so guys, it was World Sleep Day the other day and it got me thinking about sleep and how prioritizing our sleep can translate to real skin benefits. So I thought I would touch on how we can get the most out of our beauty sleep and why we should really change up some of our skincare routine for the night shift. Um, it really is a real thing. Beauty sleep is a real thing. Mm -hmm. So firstly, how much sleep do we need to have every night? Um, the experts recommend we get between seven and eight hours sleep per night, but so many of us aren't getting that because we're just cramming way too much into our day. According to sleep website, Sleep for Health, around one in every three people will suffer a sleep problem at some time in their lives. So if you're feeling wow. like you're not sleeping, you are seriously not alone. There's a lot of us out there who are not getting enough sleep. That's crazy. It, it must be because, you know, we're so distracted by screens and phones and obviously we've got busy lives, which have kind of slowed down a little bit in the last couple of weeks since we've all been housebound. But it must be the addiction to our screens keeping us awake. Yeah, I totally think so. I think we're, you know, we're scrolling one more time through Instagram or we're, you know, just going to the next episode on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It keeps us up another half an hour, another 45 minutes. And we really are slicing into our slumber time and we really should be getting to bed. <laughs> so why is nighttime important for our skin? It's basically the moment when your skin replenishes and restores itself, just like the rest of our body. But your skin is a huge part of our body and it too replenishes and restores and detoxes during the night. So it gets rid of toxins and it boosts collagen production to fix any damage that has happened during the day. Obviously, during the day, we are your skin is just has a barrage of pollution and air conditioning, all this, you know, horrible stuff thrown at it. So the nighttime is when your skin can really decompress and have a moment to replenish and restore itself. That's a great tip. I think one of the great expert tips that I have come across in beauty and skincare is like a lot of people who struggle with like having a lot of 
product on their face in the daytime and lots of layers of skincare and then they end up getting oily or something or you know have like a greasy t-zone it's a great tip to like really do all of your heavy hard-working skincare at night and then in the day you just use a, a light moisturizer because you're not really doing anything while you sleep it can all just work harder while you lie there and have a snooze yeah exactly and Actually, the nighttime is when your skin is most likely to dehydrate. We might think it's during the day, but actually at nighttime, the defenses are down so moisture can escape. So it is the, the right time to be using a richer night cream. Uh, night creams are often more dosed with lipids and ceramides and things like that. That would really help protect your skin and help repair it. So I definitely recommend looking into a nighttime product, not just repurposing your day cream. Also, a night cream won't have any SPF in it, so that's not going to block any pores or anything like that. So, Sal, you mentioned before how our skin is getting more dehydrated as we sleep. What is actually happening to our skin so that that's happening? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really interesting. I was looking into this and our skin sort of, we've all heard of circadian rhythm. So our skin goes through certain rhythms at certain times of night. At 9pm, this is sort of before you're asleep, um, your skin is preparing for sleep as your body should be. So we shouldn't be watching too much, having too much screen time. Melatonin increases, boosting our skin's ability to repair itself. So we really should have our nighttime products on by this stage. So if you can, even if you're not planning on going to bed until 10 or 10.30, try and have your skin prepped by 9 p.m. if you can. Then by about 10 or 11, you should be asleep, everybody. (laughs) Um, Your heart rate is slowing down and your blood flow is increasing and this helps oxygenate the skin and deliver nutrients and help rid rid your skin of toxins. Then by 11 or midnight, you should definitely be asleep now. (laughs) Your body is now in deep sleep phase. And this is a key time for your complexion because cell division, which is called mitosis, peaks around now. And it's when your body suppresses the release of cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and encourages the release of growth hormones to repair and and rebuild itself. This is also the time when skin needs optimal hydration. So that's when you really need your night cream. Cell turnover is also at its peak and skin is more permeable now, which is when your actives will really start to penetrate into into where they need to be going and doing the good good stuff that they can do. Then by around 6 a.m., or 9am, between 6 and 9, your skin is at its driest now and it's also particularly susceptible to UV light. So definitely put on your SPF. Even if we're housebound, we should be putting on our SPF because you know UV can get us through the through the windows in our back garden um, if we're driving obviously so still keep up the SBF even if we're housebound. So now Sal like besides the fact that sleep is obviously an optimal time for our skincare products to work what about if we're not getting enough sleep at all you know like how because I've noticed then when there's nights where I've had sleepless nights or you know just been watching Netflix too late then my skin's looking a bit like kind of washed out and almost like gray or like more dehydrated, like you mentioned before. So what, can you explain what's going on there? Well, it's all to do with our skin repairing itself. So during the nighttime, our skin actually goes through DNA repair and it produces new collagen and boosts our 
barrier repair. So if you're habitually burning the midnight oil and you're not getting to sleep, your body will actually release more cortisol. So that's the stress hormone. And over time, this can lead to a breakdown in skin collagen. Collagen, remember, is the thing that plumps our skin, keeps us looking radiant and fresh. That that will start breaking down and that tr- can translate to premature aging and grayness and those telltale under eye bags. There are so many amazing night care products out there and I will put them in the show notes. Um, there is so many, look for products with retinol, with AHAs, BHAs. And I'll also put some of my favorite night creams on the show notes. But what I thought I would do is just run through a few little tips as to how we can get more sleep. You know, some of these might be a bit left of center, but I thought let's give it a go. If we're dying for sleep, then maybe um, one of these tips might help. So my first thing is crystals. Um, (laughs) Yes. Um, you know, you, crystals look very beautiful, Carly Oldman. Um, and, you know, so they're a great decorative piece, but they're also said to help us relax, specifically amethyst and howlet. They are supposed to really help us get to sleep. Hold them in your hand. I don't know. Say a little salutation to yourself before you go to sleep and um, maybe that will help. And then finally, scent. Scent is a big thing to help us get to sleep. Uh, Spritzing lavender on our pillow or on our PJs can really help us drift off to sleep more easily. This Works Deep Sleep Pillow Spray is um, available at Mecca and it is just so good at helping you nod off at night. There's also Salt by Hendrix, which um, has Flowers in Your Dreams Lavender Spray, which is another one to have a look for to try and get you to sleep. Just to add some things that I've found have helped me fall asleep easier is one, switching from watching Netflix before bed to reading. And the other thing is if I know like I've been really tired and haven't been getting my sleep, I try have a really hot bath before bed. Um, and Sal, actually on the note of the lavender, I've been using the um, the Frank Body, like they've got like lavender bath crystals. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and I find that the heat and the scent like make me really dopey. So like I just kind of like toddle off to bed and just pretty much fall asleep in my towel because I'm so zonked. Yeah, and I think what a lot of the experts say is having a ritual before bed is really important. So even if that is like holding onto your crystal you know, spraying some beautiful lavender scent around the room, having a bath, actually having a routine so that you're telling your brain you are getting ready for bed now and preparing yourself for sleep. I think that's really Mm. important. A sleep expert has also told me a really interesting tip that she always tells her clients that your bed should be the space that you sleep in. We Mm. today, like current, like the way that our lives work, we use our beds for so many things. Like people eat in their bed, people watch TV from their beds. Like everyone like using it. their beds as their, as their desk desk spot at the moment. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. that's not really great because that's telling yeah. our brains that you know when we get into bed, there are so many options and so many things that we could be doing right now. But what your brain needs to know and needs to recognize that your bed is a place for sleep. And once you get in it and put your head on your pillow, that's you. That's out in like that's when you're, you know, meant to be going to sleep. Yeah. So I think that's also a really good tip is trying to avoid, I mean, it's really hard right now because we're in like such an unpredictable situation and we're having to use, like right now I'm sitting by a, you know, my chest of drawers (laughs) using that as a desk. But I mean, we have to kind of try and keep our beds reserved for sleep space. Sleep time. I agree. 
So everybody get your seven or eight hours. We've got plenty of, there's no excuses at the moment. We shouldn't be staying up till midnight. We've had all day at home. So get to bed people. Awesome. Thanks, Alan. Guys, we'll put all those products for you in the show notes. But up next, we are going to be talking about the new foundation we have all been trying. Now, guys, we are very lucky that we get to try products sometimes months before they hit shelves. So by the time they do get on shelves, we can tell you guys what we think about them because obviously you value our opinions. Well, sometimes we like to tell you just a wee bit before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Build the buzz, hey. (laughs) So one of the ones that we've all tried and safe to say we love? Love. 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 Is Revlon's new Candid Glow Foundation. Now, you may know it's and Sal's a big fan of its I'm predecessor. Big, I am, I am. I've spoken about it many times, the concealer. Love it. Yes, and the original foundation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've heard of the um, Revlon Candid Foundation, that's like a medium to full coverage yeah. Yeah. foundation. Quite Like it's quite a high coverage foundation, right? It is. Now, the new Candid Glow is much more up my alley. It's like it's lighter sort of glowier cousin. Yes, exactly. So it's a light coverage foundation. You can build it to medium coverage, but the whole thing is that it's about the dewy natural finish, which I love. Me too. It's super sheer and just really luminous. Yeah. And also quite nice. It's free from a lot of nasties. So sulfates, phthalates, fragrance free. Um, Also skin loving ingredients like there's vitamin E, there's anti-pollution protection. It's a goodie. So we... We're going to go into detail about some of the things we love, but we're actually going to get some of our, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Beauty Crew actually sent it to some of our reviewers to oh, try yeah. and review. Got four stars. So awesome. four out of five. That's, so, high, that's, that's a high That's a high rating. thing. I mean, because like, I know those Beauty Crew reviewers and they, they are brutal. They do can, not mess around. No. no. Do not mess around. So we're going to get some of their opinions later. But first, I wanted to talk about some of the things that I really loved about it. So um, we spoke about that it's the the light to medium coverage. So I, I really liked on my weekends to, to put it on because I think it kind of made my skin look like my skin because you could see some freckles and spots, but like it had a really like it had an upgrade. It was more even. It was more glowy. And I have to say that I do have an oil. I do get an oily T zone, and I was worried that anything with glowy or dewy, I get mm. a bit like ooh. Um, but my skin just looked like my skin. I didn't get shiny. Um, I just felt like it, I was tricking people into thinking that I had just really great skin. Um, I'd pair it with some cream blush, cream highlighter, mascara, brows, and perfect like, for the weekend. That was my weekend. Like that yeah. has mm. been my weekend wear and. Yeah, I'm, I'm very into it. I agree, Carly. I mean, I love it for the weekend, but I'm kind of one of those people, I always wear like a sheer foundation. That's, you know, medium coverage is like a full coverage to me. So mm. I loved that uh, this foundation is super like lightweight. And because like, because I have freckles, so if I cover those up too much, then my face looks really like dissimilar to my body. Mm, that's a good and, point, actually. you know, unless I bring the foundation all the way down to my chest, like, you know, I, I look kind of like a floating head. So <laughs> I like to keep especially that kind of summer. natural look, yeah. especially in summer. So, um, yeah, I like that my freckles still show through, but it kind of covered enough of that kind of pinky redness that I get under my skin that I don't really like. So, yeah, it was a perfect match for me. I'm totally on board with this one as well. And I think it's also budget friendly, which we haven't really spoken about yet. Mm. Um, and it just gives that real beautiful naturalness and lit from within glow as some really a lot more expensive 
foundations on the market. So I think it gets a lot of points for that. I also love that it's nasties free, as you said before, meaning no parabens, phthalates, synthetic dyes, and it's also fragrance free. I'm I'm a little bit on the natural bandwagon at the moment. So I feel like because it's dosed with just really good good for skin ingredients, it definitely gets some points there. And I think it's I think it's just really good for when you want to even out your skin and minimise pores without looking like you have anything on. It's just you but better. It it is. You but better. Well, guys, thank you for sharing your opinions. We are going to now hear from some of our review crew members. I think I was really pleasantly surprised by the foundation and because the title had glow in it, what I liked most was actually I have like large pores and oily skin and it's not like a greasy looking glittery glow it's just like a glow from within glow so the coverage was just really lovely but the glow was just a subtle glow so it was just really flattering even on someone with combination to oily skin and large pores. So after application I found that my skin still looked really clean you know sometimes you put on a foundation and it looks quite heavy or like you've put in a lot of work which is sometimes what you do want but I do really like that smooth no effort look it's always important to me to look like oh I've done nothing to just look like this and with the satin finish it made my skin like not look too dry or the other end of the spectrum of looking too shiny or oily it was just a really nice clean fresh faced kind of look i would choose to wear this foundation mainly for daytime wear just because it is lighter and for like more natural lighter makeup if it was an evening occasion i might go with something a bit heavier that might be more durable for more makeup I think even if you are someone with combination oily skin or large pores and you see the word glow and you think, hmm, I don't know about that, I think definitely still give it a go. Yeah, well, I think anyone should give it a go. I was converted myself. I usually prefer a matte finish, but after trying this, I actually prefer the satin finish. It's great for people who want to look natural and aren't normally wearing a lot of thick coverage foundation. But I also recommend it for people who would normally go for a full face but want to experiment with having something a bit lighter it's a good a good place to look if you just want a light coverage that lasts all day is perfect so there you go guys that's $24.95 for that foundation it's available in nine shades and you can get it from your nearest department store discount department store pharmacy um, pretty much wherever you can get Revlon and I highly recommend you get your hands on it and four stars winning All right, guys, so we will put every single product that we have mentioned in the show notes for you. In the meantime, come chat to us in the Facebook group. I'm sure we are all looking for something to distract us from what's going on in the world. So come chat, share what products you've been using in isolation. I'd love to know. Um, Otherwise, you can email us at getlippy at beautycrew.com.au. Sorry, our Facebook group is called Get Lippy Podcast. I should mention that. Um, You can also find us on Instagram. I'm at Carly Allman. I'm at Sally Hunwick. And I'm at Bettina Tyrrell. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We would really very much appreciate that. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.